It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Max, this is Mike calling for our interview. How are you? Good. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing great, man, and I'm more happy that we're going to get to see you live. It's been a long time since the live shows here. Hell yeah. So, I mean, so how's everything going? I mean, you know, it's been a crazy year and a half with everybody in this world. Music is starting up again. Soulfly is hitting the road this weekend. I mean, you have to be excited after being kind of laid up for so long. I'm so excited, man. Like, probably, I haven't been this excited in a long time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you feel like it's like kind of starting over again? I mean, for the decades you've been in the business, it's kind of like a fresh start for a lot of bands because it's been so long since they were able to get out there and play. Uh, it is, I mean, for, for us, especially with the situation that we find ourselves in, um, learning all the songs with Dino again and having... You know, feeling, bringing that, that Pure Factory sound, mixing with Soulfly. We did kind of like a facelift on all the songs, put them into the grinder, make them better than they, they were. Um, so, you put that on top of that, we haven't played in two years. Um, all that excitement, I think the fans are super excited to see this also. A lot of, we share a lot of the same fans, Fear Factory, Soulfly, and uh, so it, it, it's good, man. It's, a, it's like a great moment in metal for us to be out there, to be bringing the music to the fans. And we're going like, to do a hell of a cool set list. People are going to be, they're going to be stoked when they see it. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be great. Dino's an amazing guitar player, and I can see, you know, him bringing his sound to the band and what it's going to sound like. You know, unfortunately, a lot of this got overshadowed with the whole Mark thing, and I don't even want to get into it because I think it's been spoken about enough already in the last week. Yeah. But is, is Dino going to, you know, would you look to kind of bring Dino in full-time, or you just want to get through the tour with him and then maybe see where you go guitar-wise? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, Dino, Dino's a veteran, man. He's a lifer like me. We... We know each other for many years, and uh, I think he brings a lot to, to, to Soulfly right now at this moment with just the crunchiness of his sound. He's also a 
Killer Shredder. A lot of people don't know this because he doesn't show up on the Peter Factory. Uh, but he, he can really shred. He's you know, he's a pretty amazing guitar player. So we've been practicing. And the, the other really amazing thing that that's, uh, that we never had before is we're making a lot of the songs from, like, especially the old stuff, like the first record and Primitive. We're playing them really close to how the record was done with all the effects that you hear on the record. Like, yeah. attention to detail on all the little noises and, and really uh, intros and outros. So that's cool. Like, we're putting a lot of... Um, a lot of attention into the every little detail on, on the song so people will get to see something quite special that different than ever super soul fly as far as me i'm really playing my guitar more than i ever did before uh especially you know been jamming a lot you know kind of like this whole thing i kind of lift the fire up my ass to really get back at, at my rhythm guitar playing um so i'm very excited to be sharing that with Dino, sharing the riffs, and and just going off every night, man. Like, playing like it's your last night on Earth, every night. Yeah, that's the way. I know it's been about three years or so since The Ritual, and I know you're working on new music. We'll probably get that maybe end of the year, next year. But, you know, that's new Soulfly music. There's been new Killer Be Killed. Uh, then you got that brand new band with your son. I mean, you're, you're turning into a family of business with Go Ahead and Die with, with your youngest son. I mean... What an outstanding record. I mean, when it, you know, you're in so many bands, you, ha you work on so many projects. I mean, does it come down to where you're writing music and you say, you know what, this doesn't fit with Conspiracy, it doesn't fit with Soulfly, it doesn't fit with this, I need to do something completely new? A little bit of that, you know, and a little bit of my own. Uh, I indulge in my own, uh, I guess, fantasy of creating something, pushing the... the, the the limits of where I can go with the, with the metal. And so for me to make a record like Killer BQ, which is more melodic and really sharing the, the different ideas with those guys, very mature record, a relented hero record, a very mature album, uh, sounded amazing. But then I'll go, I'll go 180, 360 degrees the other direction, we go ahead and die. It's all underground and dirty and caveman, caveman metal, you know? Um, it's like, it's cool to go into both sides of the spectrum like that. You know, you go to one side and you go totally the other way on the other thing. Um, and that to me is what keeps my fire burning, man. It's what keeps me excited, you know. It is to be able to do all these projects. And we are working on a new Soulfly. In fact, we are playing one new song with Dino. Dino learned uh, the new Soulfly song. Uh, it's a song called Filt Upon Filt. And uh, it's gonna be great. I can't wait to the, you know, premiered song on the tour. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing that. I mean, you know, I, I've been playing the live, I've been playing the live record since it came out because it was done at the Gramercy, and you're gonna be at the Gramercy on September 1st. So I can't wait for that show. But, you know, when you think about your experimentation with music, a lot of bands just take a band like Iron Maiden where they. They stick to the same routine, the same formula, pretty much album after album, because that's what their fans want. If you go back to, like, you know, the Sepultura days and Roots, that's where I really think you branched out, and you've taken it to a hundred different levels since that time. Was there ever a concern about isolating fans, you know, that were, like, so dead set on that earlier sound, or did you just figure, I'm going to write the way I write, and then people are just going to have to come along for this ride and, you know, see what I'm giving them? I like the fact that I actually got to experience many different sides of metal, starting with black metal in the early days, 
extreme metal with morbid visions and then start flirting with, with thrash metal and death metal on schizophrenia and arise and beneath the remains and then I, I got into industrial metal with nail bomb and, and a little bit more groove oriented with chaos and Bruce was a total mind fuck with the Brazilian percussion and tribal rhythms that nobody even heard it before it's like we went to we went off the radar with that one it was a it was really controversial record some people love the record some people hate the record but you the one thing you cannot do about Russi you cannot ignore the record it's an album that, that is it, it, that is impossible to ignore that, that, that there's a presence to it and then of course soul flight through my whole career always been the my curiosity of groove and different cultures, bringing all that into Soulfly, and uh, you know, in, in the meantime, I got to do other stuff like Killer B2 and go ahead and I, so to me, I love both, I, I, I love all the classic bands, ACDC, Slayer, and I like people that experiment also, you know, uh, other musicians like Peter Gabriel and, and um, Paul Simon, and people that really experimented with other stuff, the one rule I follow is that you follow your heart, most of all, and you don't try to please everybody, because that's the biggest mistake you can make, is when you're trying to please everybody. You just end up pissing everybody off, including yourself. <laughs> well, that's true. That's very. Have you ever tried that in the past, where you went that direction, and you said, no, this isn't, this isn't going to work? A little bit, man. There was, was a little bit of time where... Um, we were a little bit, um, I think, like maybe, maybe I don't even remember exactly uh, what era it was, but it was a bit like you didn't really knew exactly where to go with the stuff, and it was a bit like um, you didn't know which direction to go, you know, but. It's all part of it. I think. I think. You know, like, like those records are part. You know, even some some of those are some of the weak Soulfly records that I think like uh, one of them being um, uh, Omen. Some people complain about Omen that is a bit of a, of a weaker Soulfly record. It's a little bit lost in in that direction. But I think it's also a learning process that you learn um, how to get. When you find something that works, you, you, you stick with it and, and go for it. And so I learned that through the years, man, you know. So, but the, but the one, one lesson I definitely learned is, um, yeah, don't try to write a song to, to make the, make the label happy and make, uh, make, make the radio happy. Write it for yourself first. And if other people like it, that's great. Then you, you, you share a common thing. But you also, first and foremost, you write because you want to hear what you want to hear. So you write for yourself first, you know. So it's very important that you write from your heart what you want to hear. True. With all the bands you got going on at one time, I mean, is there any one band that's like you more dear to you or more close to you than the other ones? Maybe because it came out at a, at a rough time in your life when you put it together or there was a lot of challenges making that band happen, it's always like close to you, or they kind of like your kids where, you know, you can't pick one, even though most people can't pick one favorite kid, <laughs> you just can't pick one. Yeah, that's hard, that's like songs, that people ask me about if favorite songs, or even favorite records, like, I have a hard time getting 
saying a favorite. It is like a kid, you know, like, how are you going to pick this kid over that kid, you know? Uh, I like all of them. I like even the bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear that, Max. You know, you're hitting the road this week. You know, finally things are opening up again here in the U.S. And but there's a lot of restrictions still in place. Like here in New York, you gotta have a, a, a you gotta be vaccinated to go to a show. You gotta wear a mask. You gotta have a passport, a vaccine passport. They're making it more and more difficult for people to enjoy live entertainment and shows. Are you worried about this getting worse as the tour goes on, and maybe venues are having to shut things down to stop? Or do you think you'll be able to get through this okay? crossed that everybody stay good and stay healthy that we can do the tour and I mean look at the end of the day all of us I mean all of us metalheads in the whole world we just want to go back to, to do what we love to do we just go on the shows listen to music uh, and feel let that, that power of music be part of our life again uh, and I think we need it more now probably than ever we need live music more than ever now to really unite us and because uh, feel that we belong to something special, that the metal community is special, it's a special place. Uh, where I like to believe that in metal we succeed where society fails in real life. Because in, in society in real life there's a lot of racism, a lot of sexism, you know, a lot of, a lot of bad stuff like that. And I like to think in metal there's less of that and it's more of a community of really, you know, good, tolerant, good-hearted people that care for each other. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward. To hopefully, nothing bad happens. I look forward to see all the fans and uh, putting, out, putting out a great show. Yeah. Have you ever thought about, I mean, you know, all your bands, all your music is you. Everything that you write comes from you and through you. And we know who it is, and it's very distinctive. No matter what band it is, we know that it's something that you wrote and were involved in. Have you ever thought about going out just under your own name and doing stuff from your entire catalog, you know, from Sepultura to Soul Flood and Nail Bomb to everything else in between? I was saving that for Vegas when I'm 80. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's my retirement plan, uh, plan tour. When, I, when I'm 80 years old, you know, like, like we were on the edge there and... Uh, so I get to, I, I still got work to do. Um, no, man, it, it's actually, it's a cool idea. Like, I think the closest thing to that is actually the Max tracks that I do on Facebook, where I play guitar for the fans for free on yeah. my couch. Um, and, and I go through my whole catalog. I go all the way from, from Best of Devastation, uh, all the way to, to, to Go Ahead and Die. And I show all the songs, all the riffs. And, uh, I actually thought that it would be cool to do a Max Tracks tour at some point, inviting just a bunch of friends, like my favorite musicians, friends, and we can just make a, a, a super kick-ass super group and just play all this amazing music that, you know, 35 years of, of metal, man, it's, uh, it's something to be said about that catalog. It's a, bit, it's a pretty heavy catalog, you know? Yeah, you know, you talk about Bestial Devastation, I remember getting that demo tape back in 1985, being a tape trader back in the day. When you listen to those, I mean, a lot of bands, they, they look into the early stuff and they like, like, it turns them off, like, ah, I can't believe I wrote that, I can't believe I did that. But you have to look at where it was for the time and the place and the age that you were when you did it. Do you look at that demo tape and the songs you wrote, then look at what you're doing now and saying, wow, I mean, look where I've come since those early days. It's pretty amazing, and even like learning the stuff, I get, I get, I gotta get prepared for Max tracks, and I go back to to some really early uh, music, like the first EP and Morbid Visions, which was 
very raw. The, 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 we kind of like started with extreme movement, started with, with the black metal thing. Um, you know, and Northern region black metal before all that. Yeah. Um, Bruce, you had a very strong extreme metal scene and we're right on the sick of it, man. Um, and then just to think how, to me the most amazing thing is throughout all of that, that I still, I'm fired up today and I'm still looking forward to make records and going on tour. I still get nervous before, before a show. Um, I still get the goosebumps. I still get the, 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 the anxiety. Um, and that's great. I love, I embrace all that. I embrace, I embrace the nervousness. I embrace the, the anxiety. I love it. I love it. And I think once, uh, when I don't feel like that anymore, then it's you quit. You don't do it anymore, you know? But I still, I'm more fired up and I got more, I feel like I have more to prove now than ever. It's weird when things like that, when, like, you know, like when Rizzo, the Rizzo things happen, that kind of puts you against the wall and I'm like, I want to be better. I want to play better. I want to be a better guitar player. I want to perform better. It makes you better, man. You know, I think, I think struggle challenges makes you better and it's part of life, right? Struggles are parts of, parts of life. Uh, I, like I said on the old Sepultura lyric, life is chaos. You got to deal with it. That's right. <laughs> hey, Max, I'm not going to keep you, man. I know you got a whole bunch of these things to do today, but I'm looking forward to getting to New York in about two weeks. I'll see you at the Grammys on September 1st. It's going to be a killer show because you always put one on. Thank you, man. I'm, like I said, I'm very excited. You guys will get to see something really, really special. we prepared a special set list. Dino's fired up. The whole band is fired up. And I'll see you then, my brother. Thank you for the interview, man. You got it, Max. Take care, buddy. Bye-bye. All right.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.